Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Now in this podcast episode, I want to talk to you about one thing that's very, very close to my heart, and that is how do you stay focused? One of my strengths that I feel is one of my strengths, or certainly something that's helped me out in the past, is the amount of focus and determination I have, and it's something that I get asked all the time. You know, you you seem to work 28 hours a day, nine days a week little bit of a Monty Python for Yorkshireman sketch going on there. But in all honesty, I don't work as many long hours as what you might feel or what you might think. But I've got six ways that I want to talk to you or six things I want to share with you how I keep focused and how it helps me get one step ahead of my competition. Because I think we'll all agree the more focused you are and the more determined you are and the more consistent you are at being focused, then you are going to get better results. So the first thing and the most important thing, and if you don't have, if you don't do any of the other things on this list, you need to need to do this, is you need to have a plan. Because without planning, we don't know where we're going to get to, we're not going to be efficient. And the way I liken it is this, is we want to go to the shops, we want to go to Asda or Tesco or Waitrose or wherever you are, and we want to make a meal for the, for, for the evening for the family. If we just go in there and we're just shopping around and we're just looking at the various aisles and we haven't got a consistent plan of what we want, then we're just going to be walking aimlessly around the shop and not be efficient and we're certainly not going to get the food we want and we're not going to have the best meal we want. Now take that and throw it out the window. Now we've got a list. If, you, if your wife's anything like mine, she gives me a list anytime I go at the shops and we've got an exact list of what we want and if we've planned it out in our mind, we know exactly where we're going to get things from the shop and in what order. So we know we're going to go down you know, the, the, the meat aisle to get the meat, then we're going to go down to get the potatoes and the vegetable aisle, etc., etc. So if we've got a plan, we know where we're going to get to, we know how we're going to get there, and we know how efficient we're going to be at getting there and arriving there in the end. So having a plan is of paramount importance. And we need to be very smart about this. Now, most of you will have heard of the acronym SMART. So we need to be specific. What we're going to do precisely to get us to the end goal. So if your end goal is to exit the business, make a million pound profit, what do we need to do? How do we reverse engineer that to guarantee a million pound profit? Well, we need to turn over this much. We need to make this much profit. And therefore, we'll have a a, a price multiple or a multiple depending on the industry. And therefore, we can exit the business. It's got to be measurable. How will we know when we get there? It's got to be achievable. There's no point saying I want to be a billionaire in 12 months time. It's got to be something that you know you can achieve. R for realistic, similar sort of thing, and a T is time bound. What milestones am I going to achieve in the next six months, year, 18 months, two years? You can break it down further. It could be on a monthly basis. You can break it down even further on a weekly basis. And a couple of people I know do actually do that. They say, right, I want to achieve X in a year. So, you know, I've got 52 weeks in a year. What am I going to do this week, next week, the week after? They break it down to really, really minute detail so that they know if they're on the right path, they should have achieved this by the end of this month, that by the end of the month after. And what's good about measuring it on that level of detail is if you're a little bit off course, you can have a course correction and you can get yourself back on your tr- back on track 
to, to be where you need to be in order for that big overarching goal of selling your company or achieving your big goal in a year, 18 months. The next thing is, and this isn't going to go down well with some people, is get fit. I'm not just talking about mentally fit. I'm talking about physically fit. The amount of data and evidence out there is overwhelming, right? That the fitter you are, the more focused you are. It just, it's not even up for debate in my mind. I've been there, I've been very fit, I've been unfit, and I'm actually on my way now to training, you know, five, six times a week. I've never been in memory as more mentally agile and mentally focused as what I am now, and that's because I'm training really, really hard. Now, it's not easy. You know, we've been in lockdown. The gyms are opening now, by the way, but we've been in lockdown and everyone's been drinking too much wine, eating too much bad food, takeaways. I get that. But this is where mental discipline comes in. We've got to be not only physically fit, but mentally fit. And the two go very, very much hand in hand. If you're training hard, then you're mentally hard. And I like training really, really hard because if I can have an amazingly good workout, yes, I'm tired. Yes, I'll sleep well. But it's that mental fitness of getting through the hard sets, of lifting the weight when you can't be bothered, of turning up and training hard, doing your sprints, going for your run when you can't, uh, when you don't feel like it. Now, it depends on your current level of fitness. I'm not expecting you to go to the gym five times a week if you're overweight and you're in your 50s or 60s or you've got some sort of uh, you know, heart disease or something like that. I get it. It's all got to be in uh, relative. It's all got to be where you are now to where you want to get to. We don't all want to run a four-minute mile. We don't want to squat 200 kilograms. But we can get fitter and we can get better. Don't use age, weight, anything like as an excuse because you're kidding yourself and that's not fair to you or yourself. Get fitter. It might just be going for a walk a couple of times a week. Then it might be going for a walk every night. Then it might be going for a jog once a week, but a walk the rest of the week. We can all get fitter and it will lead to being more focused. The second thing that goes along with that is diet. Cut out the crap. It's as simple as that. Stop drinking the, the as much wine. Stop eating all the takeaways. Stop having carbonated drinks, sugars, too much salt. You know, eat more veg, eat more greens. You know, stop microwaving everything. You know, make some more home-cooked meals. Put more veg into it, more fruit. Again, none of this is rocket science. A quick Google search and you can come up with some diets. And by the way, a diet tends to be a fad. It tends to be that once you achieve your desired level of fitness or weight or whatever, you come off the diet. One thing is really, really important is make this a lifestyle choice. Make it so you enjoy the foods you eat. But also you can contain, you can continue it after you've reached your desired level of fitness or, or your desired weight. So that's again, that's a really, really important thing and it goes very much in, in tune with the fitness. I've always found that no matter how hard I train, if I'm eating crap, I feel like crap and I train crap. So if, you, if you're training hard, make sure you, you have the fuel to put in your body that will allow you to train even more. Uh, the fourth one is get some sleep. Get some real, real good sleep. You need a good seven, half, eight hours. You know, I need a little bit less. I'm not exactly, you know, a four hour a night sort of a guy. But, you know, I'm up at really, I'm up at the crack of dawn. I'm up at like quarter to five, five o'clock every morning to start work for half past. But I enjoy that. I am an early bird. You know, I see a lot of people rubbishing the 5 a.m. club um, on social media as if it's a badge of honour that you get to sleep in. Do what's right for you. You know, by the way, it is BS to say that I'm not an early early bird. You can train yourself to get up earlier. Might not be as early as five o'clock, but if you get up at eight o'clock, you can sure as hell train yourself to get up at six o'clock. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with getting up early. 
I mean, I get up early, but I go to bed early as well. I'm in bed for half nine every single night. You know, I might fall asleep about like 10 o'clock, half 10, and then I'm up at half four, quarter five, something like that. So I still get a good six, six and a half hours sleep, but I just don't go to bed at like 10, 11 o'clock like some people I know. Do what works for you. If all you need is a walk now and again, you know, a couple of times a week, do that. If you still want a glass of wine, great, have that, but in moderation. And the same with your diet. You don't have to get up at five o'clock. You don't have to even get up at six o'clock. Just get up a little bit earlier and just make sure that you do it within your rhythm that make, that you can work to. Have time off. It is a biggie. If you're working really, really hard Monday to Friday, have the weekend off and relax at the weekend. Have a couple of days break every month or every couple of months. You need time to recharge your batteries. Right? You know, I was young and dumb and I worked for two to three years straight without having a holiday. And it was ridiculous when I first started the business. And you feel as though you need to have that time as a badge of honour to try and work hard. But no one will outwork me. No one will outhustle me. It's BS. You need time off to recharge. You ask any professional sportsman, any businessman, anybody who's successful in anything, you need downtime because your brain needs time to recharge. It's the same when you're sleeping. You need that deep sleep. You need the REM, rapid eye movement sleep. You need it on average to be around about 20 to 25% of the amount of time that you slept. So if you sleep eight hours, ideally you want an hour and a half to two hours worth of REM sleep. Because that's the deep sleep where your body will put into practice or remember the things that you did during that day. So if you're learning a language, you're learning legislation, you're learning how to play the guitar, you're doing something in sport, your brain will go over and over and over what you've learned, what you've, what you've done that day, and it will actually put it in place in your memory. So REM is very interesting enough. That's incredibly important to have. So you actually sleep better when you've got your time off. Because again, your body's just relaxing. So have that time off. It's incredibly important. I switch my phone off at five o'clock and I don't turn it back on, metaphorically speaking, until the Monday morning. And it's all about me and the family. I play my rugby, I go to the gym, I spend time with the kids and the wife, and that's my relaxation time. Yeah, I might answer a text or a WhatsApp here and there, but I don't work unless, unless I really, really have to. And I try, and I'm getting better at it. I'm trying not to work as much as I can on a weekend. And the last thing, and this again is very, very important, is build a team. Stands to reason, again, if you have a team and you have people that you trust and you can delegate things to, then they will lighten the load and they will take a hell of a lot off your shoulders. There's no point doing all the work yourself and again trying to be a tough person and a badge of honour and I'll do it myself and I'll take it all on myself. That's not going to help anybody. You need to be able to delegate to people to trust them so that they can do it for you. If I'm going to do 10 things, I know I can't do all 10 things well, but I will do the first five really well, and I will delegate the other five to three or four or five members of my team. I know that they will do those five things better than what I could do them. And because I've half the load, I've got double the amount of time to do the original five things, and I'll do it better. I might even take my time to do it. But one thing's for sure is the end result will be better because I've delegated to team so just a quick recap you need a plan be smart with it have a plan because if you don't have a plan you're preparing to fail get fit get yourself to your gym go for a walk around your garden just do more just be more active um, i love my fitbit right other watches are available but i do love my fitbit and i've just set a goal ten thousand steps every single day on top of training and i'm, I'm absolutely just at the minute obsessed with trying to get my food in uh, to get my steps in Diet, 
I'm again I'm obsessed with just eating well at the minute and that's something that you've got to take into your um, your lifestyle as well sleep get a good at least seven hours sleep if you can good sleep don't put you don't be looking at your phone or watching YouTube at eight nine at nine ten o'clock at night try and relax a good couple of hours don't eat late because your body can't process it definitely you know the more you drink it's it's a false economy to say and it's actually bullshit to be honest to say I need a drink to sleep you don't have a good sleep when alcohol is in your body I've tried it I've tested it so this is empirical evidence as well as reading probably around about 10 11 a dozen studies on it there's no credible scientific study I've ever read that said drink a load before you go to bed you will sleep better it just doesn't happen you think you will because you're knocked out <laughs> but in actual fact your body is not getting the rest and recuperation that it needs have time off and rest, be that Friday, half four, five o'clock, and then go back to work on a Monday morning, or take a long weekend. Whatever you need to do to relax and recharge those batteries. And number six is build that team. Have people that you can trust, that you can delegate to, that when you say, can you do this, you know it's going to get done. So those are my top six tips to how to be more focused. Hope you've enjoyed it, and I'll see you next time on Leadership Reveal.